it's time to join Marcy Trent Long. She's here with Trash Talk. Today she talks to Jeff Rottmeyer from Impact Hong Kong about helping the homeless and the environment at the same time. Hey, Trash Talk listeners. Concern Group Waste Picker Platform estimated there were about 2,900 people on the streets of Hong Kong each day collecting rubbish, and they make about Hong Kong $700 a month. So today we've got Jeff Rotmeyer of Impact Hong Kong, and he's got some innovative ways to deal with uh, some of those numbers of the people who are actually homeless on the street, as well as matching that with reuse, reduce, recycle in Hong Kong. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Oh, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit background of Impact Hong Kong first, right? Yes, Impact HK, we started with the ambition of just going on the streets uh, a single night, uh, once a month. Just so one night a month, go out on the streets, help the homeless. Um, that became popular due to many caring volunteers, gave us the, the power to expand to twice a month. And then again, too many volunteers, we expanded again four times a month, eight times a month. We're now a registered charity. We serve on the streets about 100 times a month, so two or three locations every single night. And we're serving about 1,500 meals on the streets every single week. And I think as a charity, we are primarily focused on working with the homeless. We house them. We employ them. We've housed now um, just over 90 individuals in the past two years off the streets. But when you're on the streets, you know, looking for people to help, you know, you see other individuals in need. And we've really seen a lot of other people like street cleaners and cardboard collectors, etc., And it's been really nice because we've gotten to know that community and found out ways to support them even better. Ah, interesting. And so what is your new idea? You've got an exciting opening, I think, next week. Yeah, it's a great uh, it's a great initiative. I believe it's a secondhand shop slash, um, you know, community center guest room, you know, support space really for the homeless. Um, in that shop, we're going to have uh, free coffee, tea and snacks all day long. Um, we're also going to be having secondhand clothing that we'll be selling. Um, we'll be selling the secondhand clothing at a very, very fair price. Um, really low, focused on high turnover so we can better support people in need and then also keep a lot of clothing out of the landfills. And how did you get all this organized? I, I know you have a lot of different partners, etc., and that's key to pulling together something like this. Yeah, Hong, well, Hong Kong's an amazing city. You know, there are so many caring people here. And this Impact HK, I think we kind of tapped into this, you know, and having so many caring <laughs> volunteers and they've supported us. And they continue to support us in so many ways. Um, it's also a transient city, so you have a lot of individuals coming and going all the time, moving in, moving out. So it's a lot of clothing going to waste, a lot of furniture going to waste, a lot of bedding, towels, etc., soaps, so much waste. And really, we're just trying to make sure that we try to use that and then give it to people in need. Yeah, so then where are you going to get all your clothing from? We've got some pretty good partners, uh, some great partners, I should say. Um, Redress has been an ongoing partner of ours. It's a wonderful charity in Hong Kong, and they do a great job in you know um, gaining clothing, um, clothing donations, and they support us, and they've been supporting us for a while. Now they're going to enable us to be able to take some, some great clothing that they have, we'll be able to sell it, we'll be selling it at very fair prices. Um, we also have a great company called Kiabi, which is a French company, and they're so generous. Um, they're, they're providing us with all of their samples. So typically, you know, a lot of clothing companies, when they have samples, they some companies will actually just cut them up and throw them in the bin. 
you know, in Kiabi, what they're doing is they're offering us their samples, which are these beautiful, perfectly brand new clothing items, and we're allowed to sell those. So we're really, really excited to provide, you know, people in need with some really high quality clothing. Oh, that's great. And if someone else came up to you and said, oh, I've got some samples, would you be okay with that too? Or Yeah, so definitely. You know, individuals giving us clothing donations quite often, you know, all the time pretty much. Uh, getting clothing donations is great. Originally, when we just had our one center, the guest room, we almost had to cut off clothing donations because we were getting too much from our volunteers. I mean, sometimes people would come in with, you know, high-heeled shoes and bras and stuff and you know, 60-year-old homeless men don't really want to wear that. So um, now that we have a shop where we can actually sell it and, and broaden our base of, uh, of customers, it really is, really sky's the limit. We can pretty much take anything now and find people in need. Oh, that's great. And who's going to be working the shop? Um, so what we do is we employ the homeless off the streets. And instead of pushing them into a different job, like a dishwasher or in a restaurant, what we do is we employ them to work for us. And when they work for us, their job is doing something meaningful, something that's helping Hong Kong. Currently in our guest room space and a place to be, their job is in helping the homeless, serving street cleaners, helping cardboard collectors, cooking, cleaning, etc. And now with, by opening up this retail shop, we're going to be able to provide individuals off the street with a whole new, a whole new industry that really excites them. You know, and that'll be in selling clothes. Uh, helping the poor, helping prevent, you know, quality clothing going into the landfill. So it's another job that's in helping Hong Kong. And it's helping Hong Kong. And then, of course, the the funds from the clothing shop would then get recycled back into Impact HK and their community. Is that what gets them excited? What, what is it that you do to get them motivated and, and wanting to work? It's amazing because I, I run our mentorship program, you know, with the, with the individuals that we get off the streets. And you know, even I had a mentorship class just before uh, coming here today. And, you know, it's amazing when you look at, like, their long-term goals in terms of jobs because we have a very long-term goal. And then we have day-to-day -day goals for each individual. And their long-term goals for career-wise are really that they want to do jobs that are helping people. Mm -hmm. So we kind of tapped into that. They want mm – -hmm. we all want to do something meaningful. You know, we all want to do stuff that's helping people makes you feel great. I, am, I should know that firsthand. Um, it's, it's amazing for us. And, you know, we want to continue to provide them with opportunities to help people. What a great way um, to recover from some serious, painful incidents. Oh, from, from their past. Exactly, yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, so you also are going to be offering free tea and coffee. What's that about? Why, why not sell it as a cafe? Or why do you include that component in the secondhand clothing shop? So a big part of what we do as a charity, you know, as I mentioned, is we go on the streets a lot. So we're basically an army, a kind army on the streets, earning the trust of the homeless. And that trust hopefully results in them coming to our centers. You know, and for somebody to leave their, their park bench or their tunnel or their space, leave their possessions and their space or carry all of their possessions to see us, you know, we really have to treasure that and really take advantage of that moment because it's, a, it's an amazing moment when someone trusts you enough to come to you mm. in need, right? Because you know they need help and they trust you to help them. And that's an amazing thing. And when people come there, I mean, we have to have food. You know, you can't have someone come there that's uh, in pain and not have any food for them. So we're definitely going to have food. We're also going to have laundry machines um, to help wash their clothes while they have a cup of coffee, listen to some good music. And clothing for the homeless will be free. Um, so it'll be a, a really good support network there. 
um, for the you know for the homeless and our guests. But also, yes, we can hopefully raise enough money that will make it sustainable. And if the model works, then we can open up a second shop hopefully later this year. That's super cool. So. I would go in and I would actually buy items, but a homeless person can come in and just get what they want off the rack. Exactly. Yes. Super cool. Yeah. And where is it going to be located? We are in Yamate. It's actually quite close to Austin Station. It's a really cool neighborhood. I love the neighborhood so far. It's just uh, the neighbors have been great. They're excited about our shop. It's a lot of very unique restaurants in there, a lot of ethnic minorities, um, a big street cleaning facility right there. A very big homeless population, a lot of people in need in that Yamate area. Um, we do a lot of outreach there, and I think it's going to be a really, really strong, you know, presence for us to have another center in that location, which will be our third. Well, what is the basic characteristic of some of the homeless people that you've you've found and that you're working with? Well, the key is that they're alone. You know, pretty much all homeless individuals on the streets are completely alone. Right? They're lacking connection. Um, they're in need, and they're seeking friendship. It's amazing, you know. I told someone this last night. I was in the park in Shamshi Po, and you know, they said, you know, if you, one person asked me, you know, if you if you walked into this park, are they territorial? Could you actually come and like sleep anywhere in the park? And you know, I I had to come back to saying it's honestly, it's it's the most, it's the friendliest group you'll ever meet. You know, because they're all seeking friendship. You couldn't go into Long Kui Fung without a single dollar and make a friend, right? You just couldn't. But in this mm -hmm. park, people are welcoming, you know, and they want company. They want conversation. They want friendship. It's just, um, it's, it's, it's a big part of what we do in how do you form a friendship with a person in need. That's really great. You were also mentioning that you have a community fridge. Either in is it going to be in the Yamate one or is it somewhere else? Yeah, we have a we have a big community fridge currently at our guest room space in Taikok Choi, which is really going well right now. It gets about a hundred individuals a day coming up and getting you know help from it. So that's that's quite a scene. It's an amazing it's an amazing thing. It's a, it's a work in progress. It's kind of educating the community is taking some time on how this works and you know how this is a sharing fridge and you take what you need and you put in what you don't need and we're really excited to have that in the Yaomate shop as well so we'll have a, a community fridge there it'll be the first time they've probably seen anything like that it takes time but it's an amazing um, you know it's an amazing source of, of help for people in need so can you describe to our listeners the concept of a community fridge and how it's going to work? Sure. It's a fridge that's actually with the doors are facing out to the street, right? So they don't have to enter the shop to access the fridge. It's basically on the outside of the shop. And anyone can just come up and, and take what they need. So we'll have products in there with food and drinks and um, all sorts of different food products. And people can come up and they can take what they need and walk away, you know. If people have canned foods or other foods, you know, that they'd like to put in the fridge and they can let us know, show it to us, we'll kind of give it an inspection and then we'll allow it to go in the fridge, which will help someone in need. Okay. It's kind of like a sharing fridge. Right. So if I'm just happen to be shopping in the area or something and I, I buy a drink, but I'm actually not that thirsty, I can just drop it off to you, for instance. Sure. Do you care about what kinds of things? I mean, and is there a packaging element to it or... We haven't had it any issues. It is trash issues. talk after all. We so. haven't had any issues. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting if someone started putting like a six pack of beer in there or something. I don't know what we'd do. Be, it wouldn't last <laughs> Maybe long. Maybe people would be really happy. Exactly. <laughs> no. It, yeah, we haven't had too many issues, you know. Yeah, waste wise, you know, it, it potentially, 
you know, it potentially, if done well, it, you know, it could really reduce a lot of waste. That's the idea. Right? So, yeah. you know, it's a, I think that's, that's part of our overall concept really is we are a community. We care for people. We care for our neighbors, you know, and we try to find ways to continuously adapt to best come together as a community. That's great. Congratulations. You've, you've done an amazing job in only a few years, right? Well, yeah, it's uh, we'll be three years old as a charity in March. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been an exciting ride. And I think 2020 is going to be an incredible year for us. And, you know, hoping to get 100 people off the streets this year. So it's going to be an exciting ride. Yeah, that is well done. Um, coming up, opening this week in Yamate near mm-hmm. the Austin MTR yep. exit. Is that right? Yep. Will be the secondhand clothing new store by Impact HK. Yep. A little bit of free coffee and tea. Are you having any kind of a launch or we'll anything? We'll definitely have a launch party, yeah. Um, so take a look at your Facebook page, right, to keep up on what's going yeah, on? Yeah, the shop's called One of a Kind. One of a Kind. Yeah. And then your Facebook page is Impact Hong Kong, right? And we have a Facebook page for the shop as well. Oh, great. One of a Kind, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. And that's the easiest. What if someone wants to volunteer at the shop? Oh, totally. Yeah, okay. we've got a really good group of volunteers signed up. So do they put a message out to Impact HK on yes. the Facebook page? That's yeah. the easiest way? Yeah, easy. Okay, that's great. All right, Jeff, thanks so much for coming in. And hopefully the Trash Talk listeners will be pouring into your fantastic new store this week. Yeah, well, thank you again. I really appreciate it. You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK on the Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas. That was Marcy Trent Long talking to Jeff Rottmeyer from Impact Hong Kong, a great charity helping homeless and the environment at the same time. And some super work they are doing. I found that so interesting. So don't forget, one of a kind, that's the shop. And you can find out more about it if you go onto their Facebook page. Sounds great.